Hello and thank you for logging on to the Memory Gauge, your new favourite Digimon card game podcast. I'm your host, Connor, and today we are taking a dive back into my personal deck box and taking a look at one of my favourite decks for the current BT5 format, Green Rafflesiamon. But first, a couple of announcements. First up, I have to announce some changes to our upcoming anniversary tournament. Now, due to recent announcements that... The release of Double Diamond BT6 as well as the Gallatmon and Old Four Speedramon starter decks would be delayed in North America. Our anniversary tournament, the Memory Gauge anniversary tournament, is going to be only BT5 legal. So this is the best way to ensure that the event is fair for our players from all parts of the world. Even though BT6 will have been released in some locations, this is the best way to make sure that everybody has a fair chance. And for those of you who haven't signed up, a reminder that tournament will begin 7pm Friday, October 22nd EST or 9am on Saturday, October 23rd AEST. It's free to sign up. Participation is open to anyone and everyone. The top three will each receive a custom Memory Gauge podcast exclusive playmat designed by Jack Clark. And the winner of the event will be invited to be a guest on this very podcast where we'll talk about their winning deck list, all of their matchups from the day, and their Digimon card game story. Registration is now open. The link will be in the show notes. It's free, open to anyone. October 22nd, 7pm EST. October 23rd, 9am AEST. See you all there. And finally, don't forget, this coming weekend, September 25th, is the Oceania Evolution Cup. I will be participating, but due to technical constraints, I won't be able to stream my matches. But I will be keeping you all updated with how it's going through Twitter and Discord. If you'd like to keep up with those, those links will be in the show notes. Now for our main topic today, we're taking a look back in the deck box. Deck box is our series where I show off a deck from my personal collection, warts and all, exactly as it is in the deck box here beside me. Sometimes it isn't always possible to get all of the cards that you need for your dream version of your deck. Price and accessibility can limit our access to the perfect build, and I have the same issue. So in our deck box series, I hope to show you a bit about how you can build around these limitations with a bit of lateral thinking and imagination. So this is my green Rafflesiamon deck exactly as I built it, complete with all the little tweaks that I've had to make to get around not having certain cards. To start, let's take a look at the win condition, the focus of the deck, Rafflesiamon. Rafflesiamon is a green level 6, it costs 12 to play, 3 to digivolve from a green level 5, and just 1 to digivolve on top of a green level 6. It has 11,000 DP, and it has two effects. The first effect is main, Digiverse 2. All of your Digimon get plus 2,000 DP for the turn. So, at any point during your turn, you can um, trash 2 of Rafflesiamon's Digivolution cards in order to give all of your Digimon plus 2000 DP. Now immediately that is a pretty big boost on any singular Digimon. The fact that you can give it to your whole board is really, really exciting. And it kind of gives us a direction to go for the deck. Clearly we want to have a wide board so we can have as many Digimon that, there that will take advantage of this extra power boost. But Rafflesiamon also has a really cool second effect and it's this effect that I kind of decided to build my deck around. Your turn, once per turn, when one of your Digimon activates Digiburst, one of your opponent's Digimon can't attack or block until the end of your opponent's next turn. So, by activating the Digiburst effect, 
not just on Reflegimon, although she does activate her second effect herself, but if you activate a Digiburst effect on any of your Digimon once per turn, you can then choose one of your opponent's Digimon and say that Digimon can't attack and it can't block until the end of your next turn. So you can lock down one of your opponent's big attackers, you can stop their blockers from being able to block you so that you can get your attacks in. This is just a really great sort of controly effect. It really lets you keep control of the board, keep control of what your opponent is doing, keep them locked down until you can get your win condition going and you can take the win. So this deck is kind of a green Reflegimon control deck. It's all about suspending your opponent's Digimon, keeping them suspended if at all possible, and just controlling what they're allowed to have on the board. Basically, you want to stop your opponent from um, defeating you and getting their win, control what they're putting down, control what they're able to attack with until you get the win. So now that we know what the deck is built around and roughly how it runs, let's take a look at the individual card choices, starting with our Digi-Egg deck. First up, we're playing four copies of the Yokomon recently released in BT5. Now, this Yokomon gives as an inheritable your turn when this card is trashed due to activating this Digimon's Digiburst, one of your Digimon gets plus 2000 DP for the turn. So when you trash the Yokomon card using a Digiburst effect on one of your Digimon, you can give any of your Digimon plus 2000. Two plus 2000 is a really, really big boost. It brings one of your Digimon that is 1000 DP less than one of your opponent's Digimon. It actually raises them above parity, lets you attack over that Digimon. So plus 2000 is a big boost. And the fact that you can, it doesn't matter which Digimon trashes this with Digiburst, you can then put that plus 2000 DP onto any of your Digimon is really, really sweet and can be really, really powerful. Next, we have just one copy of Budmon. And Budmon just says, your turn, while this Digimon has Digiburst, it gets plus 1000 DP. So kind of a more consistent DP boost in that it will be active all turns on your turn, but it's only plus 1000 and only for that particular Digimon. So you need to make sure that Budmon is under it and it has to have a Digiburst effect. So not as, not as powerful, not as flashy, definitely not as versatile as the Yokomon effect, but it's a nice choice for a Digitama to sort of round out our five Digi-Eggs because in green, you definitely want to be playing all five because green is the color of Digivolution. It digivolves the best, it digivolves the most often. So you want to have the full suite of five Digi-Eggs. Now on to the level threes. First up, we're playing four copies of Lalamon. So Lalamon costs three to play, zero to Digivolve, has 2000 DP, and so its inheritable reads, your turn. When this card is trashed, due to activating this Digimon's Digiburst, return this card to its owner's hand. So, like the Yokomon, when you trash the Lalamon card from underneath another Digimon using that Digimon's Digiburst effect, you get an extra sort of bonus effect, in this case returning the Lalamon to your hand. Again, in green, you really want to be Digivolving as much as possible, so getting your level 3 back to hand is a really, really nice sort of um, way to ensure that you're always going to be able to, or very often going to be able to Digivolve as much as possible. Being able to recycle your level 3 is really, really cool. It means that you're not just trashing that card, you're actually getting it back to hand in order to use it again. So this can be really good um, in mid-game, just when you really need a level 3 back to start up your Digivolution chain again in the raising area. Or in late game, it could be nice just to get another card back to hand so that you can put another body out so that you can pressure your opponent for the win, so that you can set that up 
so that you say, I've got this many bodies on board. I can swing for the win on the next turn, or I can swing for the win on the next turn. You need to stop two attacks, three attacks, whatever it is. You really want to end up going wide with this deck more often than not, and returning the Lalamon to hand will help you do that. Next, four copies of Terriamon Assistant. This is a really neat card also from BT5, recently released. Three to play, zero to Digivolve, just 1,000 DP, but instead of an inheritable effect, it has a main effect, and that main effect is Digiburst 1. Reveal the top card of your deck. Add it to your hand if it's a green Digimon card. Otherwise, place it at the bottom of your deck. So, frequently, because this deck is primarily green Digimon cards, frequently this is going to be Digiburst 1, draw 1, which is really, really nice. Or it can cycle away something that maybe you don't need. If the top card of your deck is maybe a Tamer you don't need or an Octa card you don't need, you can put it to the bottom. Make sure that you're able to get to your Digimon much, much sooner. But the main reason that you're going to want to have the Terriamon around is because it works really well with, for example, the Yokomon. It can be a quick and easy way to get that plus 2,000 boost. You Digiburst away the Yokomon and then the Yokomon will activate, give plus 2,000 DP to something. But it also works very, very well with your Rafflesiumon, because Rafflesiumon, of course, locks one of your opponent's Digimon, stops it from attacking or blocking when you use any Digimon's Digiburst. Terriamon is a very quick and easy way to get a Digiburst effect. You really just need to Digivolve on top of it in the raising area, bring it out, it can Digiburst immediately, it can lock something really, really easily, so you can get into these sort of runs where you just keep your opponent's Digimon from being able to do anything, utilizing that Rafflesiumon effect over and over again. So Terriamon Assistant, really nice in this deck, does a lot of work, that's why we want to play four. Next up we're playing four copies of Goblimon, which is just a cheap level three, costs two to play, zero to Digivolve, has 3000 DP, no other effects, but it doesn't really need other effects. Really, the reason that you want a Digimon like this in your deck is just so you have something cheap to throw down. As I said, in this deck, often way, oftentimes the way that you're going to win is going to be going wide rather than tall. You want to put a lot of bodies out rather than having one big Digimon. Goblimon's going to let you do that really effectively because it's cheap to play to the field. And then finally, to round out our rookies, we're playing quite a few rookies, a full suite of 14, in fact. And the last two are Terriamon. This is the Terriamon from BT3. Costs 3 to play, 0 to Digivolve, has 2000 DP, and it has no inheritable effect, but it does have all turns your opponent can't gain memory except with Tamer effects. So, so long as you have this Terri Terriamon on the field, your opponent can't gain memory with, for example, Hammer Spark, they can't gain memory through their Jack Raid, through their, um, through any of their option cards, or any of their Digimon effects that gain the memory, it just turns all of that off, which can be really, really good because there's a lot of those kind of incidental effects now floating around that just gain your opponent extra memory off their Digimon, off their option cards, etc. Blinding Ray, for example, is ubiquitous in yellow at the moment. So having just one rookie that you can throw down really easily and just turn off um, all of your opponent's memory gaining effects outside of, of course, their tamers is really nice and is just another option to help you gain control of the board and stop your opponent from running away with it. Next up, we'll talk about our level 4s. We're playing a suite of 11 level 4s. First up, we're playing 4 copies of Weedmon, another new card from BT5. Weedmon costs 4 to play, 1 to Digivolve, has 3000 DP, and has an inheritable effect that reads, Your turn, when this card is trash due to activating this Digimon's Digiburst, gain 1 
memory. So quite often, you will be able to digiburst off of, say, your Aflegimon, digiburst away the Weedmon, and actually gain an extra memory on your turn as well. And because Reflegimon's digiburst effect is main rather than when digivolving, you can activate it when you want. Gives you a lot of control over when you actually want to get that extra memory, which is really, really nice. And of course, Weedmon, like all the level 4s in this deck, and like many of the level 4s in green, digivolves for 1. So it, you've always got the option to go from your... Uh, your Digitama all the way up into a level 4 on your turn, even if your opponent leaves you at just one memory. So you're going to be digivolving a lot really cheaply, which is exactly what you want to do in green. So Weedmon lets you do that. And then, of course, it only costs 4 to play to the field as well. So if you do need to hard play one of your Digimon, for example, your level 4s, maybe you get stuck without a level 3, Weedmon is nice and cheap to just put down onto the field as well. So overall, it does a lot of fills a lot of different roles in this deck and is a really nice card that really helps bring the deck together. Next, we have four copies of the Carboterimon from the Giga Green starter deck. This is the Blocker that costs six to play, one to Digivolve, has 5,000 DP, has, as I said, Blocker, and also has, when attacking, lose two memory. So not much of an attacker, but very cheap to Digivolve into, and it's always nice to have a bit of defense, especially in a controlling kind of a deck like this. Sometimes you can't actually get your effects that will control the board onto the field, so you just need to bluntly stop your opponent's attacks with a blocker. And then, of course, that one-cost Digivolve is really nice. We love that in green. Let's us get up to through our Digivolution chains nice and cheaply. And then finally, we're playing three copies of another Carboterimon. This is the Carboterimon from all the way back in BT1. Six to play, one to Digivolve, 5,000 DP, and an inheritable effect that reads your turn... This Digimon gets plus 1,000 for every suspended Digimon your opponent has. Now, this kind of fills out our level 4 slots, and also I really like it because in this deck we're going to be trying to suspend our opponent's Digimon as much as possible or bait them into attacking us so their Digimon are suspended. And then the Kabuterimon gives us a nice payoff for that, boosting our level 5s and our level 6s. And it can actually stack quite a lot because it's 1,000 DP for every suspended Digimon your opponent has. So the more suspended Digimon they have, the more powerful your own Digimon gets, which is really, really nice. Moving on to our level 5s now. We're playing 9 level 5s. You want to play kind of a few more of your upper um, Digivolution levels in green than you might want to in other decks because green can handle it it wants to digivolve a lot and you'll end up drawing through your deck quite effectively through that so you should not be getting stuck too much at least i haven't generally in this deck first up we're playing four copies of blossomon which is a pretty standard in green decks to have the blossomon level five seven to play three to digivolve which seems like a lot but bear with me seven thousand dp and then of course it has digisorption so when one of your Digimon digivolves into your Blossomon from your hand, you can suspend any one of your Digimon and reduce the memory cost of that Digivolution by three. So when you digivolve into Blossomon, you can suspend one of your Digimon and then it costs nothing to digivolve up into Blossomon. Couple this with the fact that you can digivolve into any of the level fours in this deck for just one. And then you start to see that getting up through our levels to get up to that Reflegimon to get up to our other level sixes is actually really cheap, quick and easy. Blossomon is a really, really good card for that, and so we're happy to play it as a 4 of because we definitely want to be getting a free Digivolution at level 5 as often as we can. To that end, we're also playing one copy of Argomon level 5. This is, of course, the 
one of the two limited cards in our game currently. Argomon, you are only allowed to play one of them, so we're only playing one in the deck. But it is still pretty good and still worth including just as one. Costs 8 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 6,000 DP, but it also has that Digisorption effect. So just like Blossomon, you can suspend one of your Digimon, and then it costs you absolutely nothing to Digivolve up into this Argomon. And then it also has an inheritable effect that says when attacking you may play one level three green digimon card from your hand suspended without paying its memory cost and then you need to remember that's really really good in any case getting a body onto the um board for free is always really nice that's what lord nightmon wants to do and that's a really good deck that's what a lot of really good decks want to do but you also need to remember that particularly in green because it costs one to go into a level four, and between the Blossomon and the Argomon, it costs nothing usually to go into a level four, five. When you play that level three down for free, you can actually then get up into a level six, and it will cost you sort of just one memory for the level four, and then whatever it costs you to get into the level six, you can go straight from that level three into a level six that turn, as long as you have at least one memory, which is pretty crazy. So we're glad to play the Argomon at one. Then three copies of Rapidmon. Rapidmon, six to play, two to Digivolve. Nice and cheap. It's not free, but it is probably as cheap as we're going to get at level five. 6,000 DP and an Inheritable that is the same as that Kabuterimon Inheritable from before. Your turn, this card gets plus 1,000 DP for each of your opponent's suspended Digimon. So just a nice backup for that effect. Now, I didn't actually want to play the Rapid Bond. The Rapid Bond is actually kind of filling in because I only have one copy of our last level 5. Otherwise, Rapid Bond would be four copies of Lylamon, a level 5 that costs 8 to play, 3 to Digivolve, fairly expensive, but the effects make up for it. 7,000 DP. Lylamon has main Digiverse 2. Suspend one of your opponent's Digimon. Very, very powerful. Not only are we likely to get some extra effects, maybe some additional DP from Yokomon, maybe an extra memory off of our Weedmon, but also just suspending our opponent's Digimon is really, really nice. You can suspend a blocker so that our attacks can get through. We can suspend one of our opponent's bigger Digimon so that we can attack and delete it. Just a really versatile kind of effect. And of course, that also will then trigger any of our Reflegimon that are on the field so that we can stun lock one of our opponent's Digimon. And then Lylamon also has an inheritable that says, when attacking, if you have a Tamer in play, suspend one of your opponent's Digimon. So even if you need to Digivolve up from the Lylamon, you can still be using it to suspend your opponent's Digimon. Really nice. Wish I had more copies, but I've only managed to pull one so far. So we're playing just the one in the deck. Moving up to our level sixes now, we're playing three copies of Reflegimon. Bit unusual, usually for your... um. For your main Digimon, for your win condition Digimon, the focus of the deck, you want to play the full four copies because, of course, you want to see it every game. But I only have three copies of Reflegimon, so we're only playing three. But I filled out my other level sixes quite nicely in a way that I'm really comfortable with. So it feels like we only need the three in this deck. It would be nice to have the four, but we kind of make do without it. We're also playing three copies of Nidhogmon, which is just a powerhouse, does so much in green. Even one set on from when it was released. Nidhogmon, 13 to play, 5 to Digivolve, 13,000 DP. And then it has when Digivolving, Digiburst 4. So 4 means that at level 6 you will have to have Digivolved up all the way from a level 2. Although not entirely, as I'll explain in a bit. But generally speaking, if you have a full Digivolution stack from level 2 up to Nidhogmon, when Digivolving you can Digiburst all of them away to suspend all of your opponent's Digimon with 5,000 DP or less, so all of their level 3s, some of their level 4s, 
Then you place all of your opponent's suspended Digimon at the bottom of their decks in any order. Trash all of the Digivolution cards of those Digimon. Now, important to note, it suspends everything 5,000 DP or less, but it will return everything that is suspended, no matter how that Digimon in question got suspended. So... If your opponent has their level 6, their level 7, that's suspended either from attacking or maybe from our Lylamon, for example, or one of our other effects, then we go up into the Nidhogmon, that Digimon is going to the bottom of our opponent's deck, not even being deleted, which is really good against, for say, Purple, which wants its Digimon to get deleted, or and it doesn't delete it, so Blitz Omnimon can't then negate that deletion, it just sends it to the bottom of the deck, which is really, really nice. Gets around a lot of protection effects. It's really cool. So just overall, a really nice removal effect. Really, really powerful. And then the end of it, you have a 13,000 DP beta at level 6, which is nothing to sort of sneeze at. All right, next up, we're playing two copies of Mega Gargomon. This is a level 6, costs 12 to play. Four to Digivolve on the pricey side. But still, when you see the effects, you'll see why I um, don't mind playing it. 11,000 DP. And it has two effects. When Digivolving, suspend one of your opponent's Digimon. It doesn't unsuspend during your opponent's next unsuspend phase. So you suspend something and then it doesn't unsuspend at the start of your opponent's next turn. So you can lock down their blockers. You can lock down their big um, their big Digimon. You can set them up so that you can follow up by attacking them on your turn. Really, really nice effect. It can save you in a lot of instances as well from maybe an attack. You can lock down the one attacker that they really need to secure the win, buy yourself an extra turn. And then Mega Gargamon also has your turn while your opponent has a suspended Digimon in play. This Digimon gains security attack plus one. So when you combine this with, say, Rapidmon, which will be giving it extra DP, combine it with the Kabuterimon, which will give it extra DP, this can actually be a really big attacker as well, attacking in for security attack plus one, which is really, really nice. Does a lot of work. I'm a big fan of Mega Gargamon, and I think if you aren't playing it currently in your green decks, take a look at it, because it actually does a lot of work and can really, really help locking down your opponent's Digimon. Finally, at level 6, we're playing one copy of Bancho Stingmon, 12 to play, 3 to Digivolve, 9,000 DP, but it has piercing, and when attacking, if you would attack an opponent's Digimon that has 12,000 DP or more, this Digimon gets plus 7,000 DP, and security attack plus 2 for the turn. So... If you attack one of your opponent's Digimon that has 12,000 DP or more, then Bancho Stingmon goes up to 16,000 DP, which you might recognize as more than the 15,000 DP of an Omnimon. So Bancho Stingmon can attack over anything in the game currently. And then it will get an extra two security attacks. So just a nice piece of removal, especially if you have a way to cause your opponent's Digimon to be suspended. So out of nowhere, you can go up into the Bancho Stingmon and then remove it and get a total of three checks, which is really, really nice. Bit of a pet card. There are sort of better choices, but I really like the what the Bancho Stingmon allows you to do and the way that it allows you to, to attack over anything, which is just, I think, really good and emblematic of what sort of Green's play style and removal style is for me. So I include the Bancho Stingmon because it's a fun card, not necessarily because it's the best choice. Speaking of, next... At level 7, we have two copies of Chaosmon, 15 to play, 6 to Digivolve from either a green or a black level 6, 14,000 DP, has piercing, and when Digivolving, unsuspend this Digimon, then it can attack your opponent's Digimon. This effect allows you to attack unsuspended Digimon as well. So kind of similar to the Blitz effect, except this allows you to attack unsuspended Digimon as well on the card. So similar to Digivolving your Shoutmon DX, for example, over a Z Greymon for my red players out there. 
Again, a really nice piece of removal. You can attack into anything on the board, basically. At 14,000 DP, you'll attack over most anything your opponent can have out, especially once you add in some of your DP boosts, like your Yokomon, your Cavaterimon, your Rapidmon. Just a really nice piece of removal um, that you could drop at the end of a big turn going into a Flegemon, locking things down, doing all this sort of thing. Um, so yeah, I really like the Chaosmon. This could also potentially be a Voldoram, which can remove two things or one big thing with that when digivolving effect that reduces DP. But basically I'm playing the Voldoram in a different deck. So although I do have Voldoram, I prefer to keep them in my other deck. And so for this one, I chose to go for the Chaosmon instead because this deck felt like it wanted to have big attackers that swing hard. And Chaosmon, not Voldoram, felt like it fit that bill for me. Moving on from our Digimon now, we're only playing five non-Digimon cards, so you can see why Terriomon Assistant is able to grab pretty much anything in our deck. Two copies of Pollen Spray. Again, kind of a pet choice, not the best choice, but a fun card. Three to play. It has Main. Reveal the top three cards of your deck. Add all Digimon cards with Digiburst among them to your hand. Place the remaining cards at the bottom of your deck in any order. Then suspend one of your opponent's Digimon for each card added to your hand by this effect. So not only can this help you to get your cards to your hand, helping you to draw those Reflegimons, for example, which have Digiburst, but also it can then suspend one of your opponent's Digimon. And of course, this effect also happens when this comes up out of security, so potentially this can suspend an attacker as well. If you have three memory, this can suspend one of your opponent's Digimon in order to take it out. It can draw you a card to hand. It does a lot. The only problem with this is that it's not going to hit very often. Only one-fifth of our deck actually has Digiburst, so when we're only looking at the top three, which is, as you might recognize, not one-fifth of our deck, we're not going to hit it all that often. That's why I say it's kind of a pet card. It's not necessarily the best choice. You could go for Needle Spray instead, which is cheaper and guaranteed to suspend something. But I thought Pollen Spray looked fun, so I decided to include it because I like the element of randomness that it puts in. You don't always have to go for the absolute best build of any of your decks. I think this green deck does fine. It lets me make some interesting play choices, and there's a element of chance that's included in kind of a fun way that I really like. Our last option card is one copy of Hidden Potential Discovered. This is the other limited card, can only play one copy of Hidden Potential Discovered. Costs zero to play, and it says the next time one of your green Digimon digivolves this turn, you can suspend one of your Digimon to reduce the memory cost of the Digivolution by five. So basically makes almost any Digivolution in your deck free. You can Digivolve into Nidhogmon for free, so long as you have a Digimon to suspend. And remember, you can suspend the Digimon that you are Digivolving on top of as well. So you should basically always be able to use this card because it costs nothing and you should always have one Digimon to suspend unless it's already suspended. Also note that this will reduce the cost of Digivolving into Chaosmon, even though Chaosmon is white and not green because Hidden Potential Discovered only cares about the Digimon you're Digivolving from, not the Digimon you're Digivolving to. So so long as the Digimon you're Digivolving from is green, you can use Hidden Potential Discovered. And then the card you suspend does not have to be green either. Really, really powerful card. 
easy to see why it's limited to one. And then finally, we're playing two copies of, of course, Mimi Tachikawa, which is Green's Memory Tamer. Four to play. Start of your turn. If you have two or less memory, set your memory to three, which is really, really nice. In Green especially, three is a lot because our Digivolutions are really cheap. And then it also has Main. If you have a level five or higher Green Digimon in play, you can suspend this Tamer to hatch a Digi-Egg card to an empty space in your breeding area or move one level three or higher Digimon from your breeding area to your battle area. So depending on how you're set up either you can be digivolving a lot if you're sort of suspending this to hatch a digi egg you can get a lot of digivolutions or if the timing's worked out so that you're suspending this to bring something out you can get an extra attack where maybe your opponent wasn't suspecting one and get the win that way which is really really nice i mean we know that mimi is good i don't really need to go into it you always include two copies of mimi in most green decks i would say it's one of those cards you need to make a conscious effort not to include it because it's just that good so now that we know all the cards that are in there let's go a bit into how to play the deck you kind of want to get up to your level sixes fairly quickly which is why everything's so cheap you ideally you want to be getting a reflesion on board with a few digiburst effects around the place so that you can start controlling your opponent's boards slowing them down while you are sort of building your wide board with those cheap numerous level threes digivolving them into level four drawing lots of cards getting lots of bodies on board until eventually you can attack and swing for game in sort of one or two turns or land a big mega gargobon maybe um go for the win that way by getting those lots of security attacks it's really fun it's sort of a deck that you've really got to think about i find when you're piloting it you've got to really be cautious of what you're choosing to suspend what you're choosing to digiburst um You've really got to think through the consequences of the choices that you're making. So it teaches you to slow down and really think one, two, three moves ahead so that you know that you're making the right choice with each of your effects because you can't get those cards back once you've trashed them to Digiburst. And that's the deck. I hope you enjoyed this profile. It really is a very fun deck. I'm very pleased with the way that it's been built. As I said, it's not necessarily the most competitive version and that's for a couple of reasons. One, because I don't necessarily have all the cards that you need to make it a really competitive version. And also because I wasn't interested in building the most competitive version of this deck. I wanted to build the version that I think would be fun with that element of randomness, that element of big attacks, all those things that I really like in my decks. So it just goes to show that there's lots of different ways you can build your decks. There's lots of different reasons you can choose to put cards in your decks. And I hope that you Come away from this thinking that you don't always necessarily have to build a deck thinking I'm going to make it the most powerful version that it has to be. That's not what you have to be doing. Sometimes you can just build a deck that you think is going to be maybe a little bit lower powered, but build it in a way that you think will be more fun. All right, you've heard enough from me. Now I would like to hear from you. Our listener question of the week is, what is the substitute card or cards that you are using in your deck? Maybe you couldn't find or afford that fourth secret rare or whatever it is. What card did you use in its place and how well does it do? I want to tell, want you to tell me about the replacements that you've made and whether or not you think that they really work. Tweet your answers at me or post them in our Memory Gauge Facebook group. I would love to hear your thoughts. If you have any questions, feedback, comments or concerns, tweet at me at EFMG or email me at memorygagepodcast at gmail.com. Join our Facebook group, Memory Gauge Podcast, or join our Discord. Links to all that are in the show notes. I am always happy to hear from you, listeners. New episodes of this show come out each and every week, so make sure that you're following the Memory Gauge podcast on your podcast service of choice so you can stay up to date. And do not forget, sign up 
for our anniversary tournament. It is fast approaching and the link to that is in the show notes below or in the description of this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Memory Gauge, logging out.